You're listening to the Well Women Podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Lee, women's cycle health educator. Together, we're normalizing periods, cracking open real body talk, and femme rising the future. I'm here to remind you that your body is amazing. You can achieve balance, and body confidence all begins with your menstrual cycle. Get ready, beautiful. You're about to learn how to confidently reconnect with your body and discover your unique flow. This is episode 38, what to do when your period goes missing. So tell me, has your period gone missing? Is it irregular? Is it AWOL? Well, today in this episode, we're going to be talking about here's how to find it. (laughs) There's nothing worse than missing your period. You know, I don't know about you, but I know when once when I lost my period, I was like, hello, is there a search party that can help me find my missing period? (laughs) doesn't seem like that and it's funny that I can talk about it and joke about it now but at the time it was very serious and I was not laughing and there was no joking about it you know sometimes when you're missing a period or it's just a little bit late you get this awful shock you know it's like sometimes when the ocean has you know much bigger waves versus smaller waves and our cycles just become either longer or shorter you know that's also usual and kind of normal too But if your period is regularly late and has vanished altogether or you just don't know where it is, it's been like a 50-day cycle, instead of freaking out, I've got a couple of things that you can do to kind of help bring you back into balance because there is no worse feeling as a woman when you're not on contraception, which changes your cycle and your cycle length, and maybe that's why you don't have a period. But when you're not on on any kind of hormonal contraception and you don't get your period and all of a sudden it's day 32, then it's day 35, and then it's day 40, and then it's day 45, and you start losing your shit. (laughs) I'm laughing about it now. In the moment, it's not funny, but you literally feel out of control. It's like a super extended inner autumn phase of your cycle and you just don't know what's going on with your body. You freak out and literally life just feels crazy. So take a long, deep breath, a nice long exhale. It's time to look at why and what your body could actually be trying to communicate with you if your period is missing. It's gone AWOL. You don't know what's happening with it. It's like, where the F has my period gone? All right. So when we talk about periods and they've gone missing, there's a few different types of missing and each core, each has its own cause. So let's start with, it's important to be aware that with any health imbalance ever, no matter what anyone tells you, is that there is always more than one contributing factor and reason as to why this has happened. So instead of saying, oh, my period's late or I've lost my period because of this one reason, I promise you there's many other contributing factors, not just one. So just like plants don't just grow from one seed and and only needs water, it takes a team of contributing factors for that seed to become a plant. It takes sunlight, it takes water, it takes nutrients, it takes soil balance, it takes shade, it takes healthy environmental factors, as in like if it's too windy, that seed's never going to sprout. So all of these contributors actually lead to whether this seed is going to grow into a plant or not, just like our health challenges. So think of it like PMS, bloating, missing periods, heavy periods, light periods, stagnant periods, which is kind of like a missing period. Um, you've also got acne, headaches, um, migraines. There is never just one reason why this may occur. It's always a contribution of a few different factors that come together as to why this would occur. So let's explore a couple of the different types of missing periods first. Number one, 
My period is late. This is a long cycle. So when it comes to a late period, stress is the most common contributor. But this isn't just about emotional and mental stress. Things like financial stress, lifestyle stress, such as like excessive exercise, maybe food-related stress, you know, eating out when you're having tolerances or digestive challenges or digestive stress, all of these can contribute to a delayed period. If your cycle is consistently longer than 30 days, you need to know if and when you're ovulating. That's step one. Sometimes your period can be late because you maybe ovulate late. And we quick little fact is that we menstruate because we ovulate, not the other way around. So the best way to discover this is by tracking your cycle. I know I talk about it all the time. That's because it's the key foundation for women's health. Tracking your cycle and knowing your ovulation signs. The feelings, the discharge, the energy levels, the food cravings. Who knows? Maybe you do your temperature too, depending on why you're tracking your cycle and what your goals are from tracking your cycle. But if you don't track your cycle yet or you only use an app on your phone to track your cycle, please, please, please start using a written tracker. I talk about this a lot, I know, (laughs) but using a written tracker will help you identify all of these things. So that's the first one. Is my period's late or it's a long cycle? Work that out first. The next type of missing period is my period's gone walkabout, aka it's missing for a period of time. I like to say that if your period is gone for a month or two, don't add extra stress to the situations. Put your hand on your heart, take a long, deep breath, and sigh all that tension. (sighs) You know, just trust me that I know exactly how this feels. You know, I myself didn't have a menstrual cycle for over six months when I came off the pill after being on the pill for 12 years. Yes, take a long, deep breath again. (laughs) 12 years on the pill and no period for like over six months. Now, I spotted a little bit after six months, but I really didn't get a period for like eight to nine months. That's eight to nine cycles. Crazy. Now, that we know that there are multiple factors and that they can contribute to a loss of your period. There is most likely other factors that can contribute to a delayed or absent period. I like to think of these as emotional, nutritional, hormonal, sometimes physical, and also sometimes energetic or spiritual too. But there is never just one reason why you've lost your period and it's gone completely AWOL or walkabout. So I think about me when I came off the pill after 12 years and I didn't get my, I was like, oh, it's because I came off the pill. That's why I don't have my period. Well, It could be because of the hormone balance. It could be because my body's not producing enough estrogen. It could be because of a lifestyle factor. Maybe I'm going through so much stress. And this is actually very common with some very elite athletes who are female, the loss of an AWOL um, menstrual cycle. All right. Another type of missing um, period is your period is vanished because of contraceptive use. Now, you might be currently using the um, contraception, like say the IUD or the marina, or you might have just come off contraceptive pill. Your period seems to be a bit slow in returning. If this is you, like similar to what it was with me, and you're currently using contraception, a loss of your period can be known, can be a known side effect as your body starts to repattern and restructure itself after coming off contraception. Contraception blocks the natural processes of producing and using hormones in the body. So for some women, it can take time for the body to rebalance. You know, if you were thinking of coming off contraception, note that every woman is different. And yes, it does take different amounts of time for your body to adjust. The length of time 
Well, that's different from woman to woman and how long you were on contraception too also can potentially impact this length of rebalancing time. I know that some women that I've worked with have come off the pill after being on the pill for say eight years and they get their menstrual cycle natural period back one month later. Others, it can be a whole year later. Individual cases by different women, different bodies, different lifestyles will shift and change this. And I already mentioned I was on the pill for 12 years straight and it took me over six months to get any kind of bleed back. Now, last one is rebalancing your hormones is about more than just making babies. So I know a lot of women can get a little bit confused and frustrated about, oh, but you know, if I rebalance my hormones, then maybe that's when I'll conceive or that's when I'll fall pregnant. But just know balancing your hormones isn't only if you want to have kids or will conceive. Let me tell you, As a woman, your hormones affect so much more than just whether you can or can't fall pregnant. Put simply, balanced hormones equals balanced health. Pun, not intended, but period. (laughs) Put simply, balanced hormones equals balanced health. So if you're desiring balanced mind, skin health, energy levels, digestion, healthy sleep balance, detoxification, even accessing more creativity in your life, Well, all of those things can come down to having balanced hormones. Let's be honest, we all want those benefits. So it's time to get your period back on track again for the entire cycle. Like your whole, let's get your whole cycle back on track. Yeah, I promise you it'll change your life. So here's some steps. I've got five different steps for you in this episode on how to rebalance your hormones and get your period back. Number one, hopefully you're going to open these with bright wide open arms one is track your cycle with a printable tracker i know i've already mentioned this so i won't talk about it too much but when i say a printable tracker rather than a snazzy little app apps are fantastic but it's kind of like we live in this society where it's like the flick and the scroll society so we just tap and it's done we want to actually have more connection with the way in which we're using and tracking our cycle so that means that when we're writing it down we're actually putting conscious effort into it and we're connecting and it's also part of um, you could call it a meditative practice self-awareness presence practice so it's a really important thing to do and it takes so little amount of time every single day and you don't have to do it forever but i like to say minimum of three cycles is a really great foundation number two review what's been happening in your life Have there been any huge changes lately? You might have gone under some stress at work. You might have been moving house. You might have been going through some form of relationship breakup. But it might also be something that you don't think as a potential influence, like a huge shift in your diet or your food. It could also be a way in which you are changing your body in the way you move. It could also be traveling overseas, which is going to be a podcast episode coming soon. Um, But traveling overseas can largely change your um, your cycle balance too and your period when it arrives and obviously your ovulation too. So any significant change in your lifestyle can affect your body and its natural state of balance. Number three is check your hormones. When was the last time that you went and had your hormones checked in a blood test? Most women get regular tests for things like iron, vitamin D, but really will they check all of their hormone levels? Knowing what your hormones are doing can help you understand what's going on in your body. This is particularly helpful if you're dealing with a long cycle of over, say, 30 plus days or even a shorter cycle under 25 days. Personally, I like to get my blood tested every 6 to 12 months. 
For me, hormone testing is always a part of my regular checkup, just like feeling your boobs on a regular basis. <laughs> it's important. If you feel like your period is over 30 days or under 25, your hormones could be contributing to this cycle, this cycle shift and change. So just get your hormones tested. Find out what are my hormones saying. Number four, look at what you're putting in your body. Everything that you put in your body can either have a positive or negative effect. So think about what you're putting into your body on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. Are you using any kinds of medications? The pill can obviously influence your hormones, but it's not the only medication that does. Are you using other things like antidepressants, antibiotics, anti-anything? Why are you using it and how could this be contributing to your cycle health? We put food into our bodies every day, right? I get this. <laughs> but we also need to look at how you've been eating and what you've been eating too, because this can also affect your cycle. Are you choosing more convenience foods instead of nourishing foods? Think about how this could possibly be impacting your body. Number five, the last one is review what you're putting on your body. So we've just talked about what you put in your body, but now let's review what you're putting on your body. What are you using on your body is just as important as what you're using in your body. In fact, the average woman puts over 500 chemicals and toxins on her body every single day. Yes, every day a woman experiences over 500 chemicals and toxins on her skin every day. How crazy is this? So go over what you're using. This could be um, your skin. So like nail polish, nail polish remover, um, shampoo, conditioner, makeup, perfume, body wash, face wash, um, day cream, eye cream, toner, any kind of skin product, any kind of hair product, perfume, and this list just goes on. Do you know what's in these products and what they contain? How could they be potentially influencing your health? Is your body responding to all of these chemicals in an altering way for your cycle, which is probably one of the contributors? But look at these different factors and ask yourself, could these be contributing to the health of my overall cycle? I just have a big FYI for you. Your body's only role is to look after you. It's not doing this to you. So whatever it is that you're experiencing with your cycle, and in this podcast episode, we are talking about missing periods or long cycles or your period's gone AWOL. Just know that this is your body looking after you. You might not think this, but your body's looking after you. So what is it trying to communicate to you by doing this and showing you what's going on? Listen to your body. It knows what it's doing and it knows how to best support you. We just need to work with the body. So is your body trying to show you a specific message? Listen to it and start to unpack what that message is. Over in the Well Women Academy, in our like self-paced um, course, in our weekly community group that we have going on over there on Facebook, we talk about periods and long cycles and short cycles and heavy bleeds and light bleeds and all of these topics very, very regularly in a very open format. Not to mention, I'm in the group every single day answering all of their personal questions. So if you have a personal question, come and ask. Join us, come and ask the question so that you can learn more about your cycle health too. And we can get to the bottom of why maybe your period's gone missing or maybe why your cycle's extra long at the moment. And we can help bring that back to balance for you. All right, that's a wrap for getting to know why your period's gone missing, why it's AWOL and what could be contributing to where the F your period's gone. <laughs> so take a big deep breath. I trust that this episode's been really helpful. I can't wait to 
hear your thoughts, come and comment, share. And until next time, have an amazing day. And I'll be talking to you soon on our next Well Women podcast episode. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to every episode of the Well Women podcast. I trust you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you got a lot out of it too, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast app. This means together we can inspire, connect, and educate even more women. Now, is there a bestie, a sister, or a friend who you know may be frustrated and confused with their health? Are they ready to discover new aspects of themselves too? Well, take a screenshot of this podcast episode, share it on your social media, email it, text it, or any way you need to get it to their ears. So together, we can all live in flow, harmony, and balance with our bodies. And be sure to tag me in it too. Hashtag Well Women Podcast. For everything we mentioned in today's episode, you can find this in the show notes over at wellsome.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, beautiful, get connected, listen to your body, and remember, body confidence all begins with living in tune with your menstrual cycle. 